Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex hello party people um it's been a rough week i'll say that um saki kai just announced she was retiring um which is very upsetting as a og eruption fan um, it's just, it's just not the same anymore. <laughs> like, this, this sucks. Um, and obviously the, the Hannah show, I didn't get to watch it because it was a rough day, but, uh, I, I see a lot of people enjoyed that. So if you are one of them, I'm happy for you. Uh, fuck fight TV forever. Just gotta make that clear. Um, yeah. Alex, what's your favorite My Chemical Romance album? Um, you're putting me on the spot here, for, and I don't, I yeah. don't know the bit. Um, it's, it's probably a tie between Black Parade and uh, Danger Days, probably. See, actually, no, that, that, that's valid because I'm a big Danger Days guy, right? And I was thinking, like, I don't know, I Scarecrow came up on my playlist yesterday, and I'm just like, am I weird for like Danger? Because like, obviously, I like most of their albums, but like, I was like. Am I weird? Because Danger Days is like probably my favorite album. And I was like, to be fair, last time I listened to all their albums, I was like 13. So I should probably go back and listen to them. But I thought I'd inquire because I know you're you're a you're an email twerp just like me. So <laughs> yeah, no, th- there was no bit. I was just wondering. Right. I, I, I thought <laughs> you were setting up for something here. I was like, what's the what's the end goal? What's gonna happen? Well, you know what? There is there is a there is a funny story. Back in the day, I was a big My Chemical Romance fan while I was doing efeds. Oh, no. Um, and so me and my buddy Squiddy, uh, or Bowen, uh, he uh, we we made a tag team, like an efed tag team called the Chemical Romance, and that was our that was our efed tag team. It was great. It was a great time. All of our all of our move names were like named after songs. Like our finish was uh, Disenchantment. Um. Oh man, and then there, there, we had some good, we had some good names, man. That was fun. Oh man, I miss being twelve, thirteen. Okay. What, what a what a time to be alive. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I would publicly share with the internet that I did in eFed, but I never did one. Um, oh, but I man. would not put no, that you, information. You know out what? There. Efedding is why I became a writer. Okay. I see. Because there were there were uh. E-feds where you would like do whatever, but then there are e-feds where they were writing contests, okay. and you would have to write an article or a blog to win your match. You know, it had to be a better article or a blog. So when I was like 13, I was like, I joined one of them, and they're like, oh, you need to start like writing actual like pieces about wrestling, and it can't just be you know uh, promos or whatever you do for e-feds. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's where I started my career. <laughs> That is uh that is quite the start. 
<laughs> yeah. I can't lie to you. You are an interesting creature. That is for sure. Yeah. I told Scott a couple of weeks ago, one of the first articles I ever wrote was about Ted DiBiase Jr., who I must now disavow because he stole a lot of money from very poor people. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I think we could have all seen that one coming, to be fair. <laughs> You're right. That's the fuck thing. <laughs> Like, uh, like, I'm uh, sorry, that man screams like libertarian, but like the fascist end oh, of libertarian, like just uh, looking at him. He, not only did the referee fuck on him, he thinks all poor people fuck oh, on Lord. him. Okay. Oh, dear. You, you know that reference. I do. I, I do. Uh, you know, just eat the rich. Eat your local billionaire today, fellas. Your local billionaire? Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's difficult. Actually, there are probably some billionaires in Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> eat them. See what the taste like. But some of these some of these houses go for like $7 million because oh they're on the mountain. It's like, I'm just like, why? No, stop. <laughs> yeah, you know, rich people do stupid stuff a lot. Um, I mean, you've seen Twitter. We're on Twitter. <laughs> you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, rich people yeah. are dumb. Um, anyway, uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Five Star Network. Uh, head on over to fivestarnetwork.co for all of the articles and podcasts based on the basically the entire world of professional wrestling, including uh, other shows like Dramatic Dream Dragons, Wrestle Update, I think is the name of it. Scott does it with uh, the other mm-hmm. Dylan. Um, we have Watch Tej. Weekend Update. Weekend Update. And uh, we have Puro Gems and just a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Um but on the world of stardom, there's a, there's, a, there's a bit that's happened over the past week. Um, I think the best place to start is just with the, the recent announcements that they've made. Um, they've announced the cards for a lot of the shows throughout June. There's not a whole lot to like dig into from, from these cards. They have confirmed the two generational like warfare matches for the Cork and... Uh, that Corkin also has an Anai versus Yindamiz Mori, which could be an important match. It has, um, I think that's it, actually. Well, yeah, there's a match between the New Eras and Club Venus that people seem to think is like Mirai challenging Mina. But then they're not paired up at all for kind of the rest of the tour. New Blood 9 is next week. Jesus Oh, that's Christ. fun. Um, I feel like New Blood is like the only, because it's the only one that's live and yeah. free. I feel like New Blood is the only consistency in that is true, these yeah. days. I mean, they like are like right a month now. behind still on the shows, so that's that would make sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the card announcements for the next month, they don't give away a lot. The only interesting thing is Micah still seems to be leaning towards Suzu and May Sarah a lot. Um, she, she's only teaming with Julia like once or twice. She's mainly teaming with, with my, uh, Suzu and Sarah, and on occasion she's teaming with like Tekla. But there's there's something kind of there with with Micah and those two that might we might see play out over the next month. Other than that, though, I don't think you can read too much into the cards for June. Um, there's like some fun stuff there. There's like a high speed royal uh, high speed rumble because why not? Uh, we love our rumbles. Um, Who's in there? So it's Koguma, <laughs> Momokogo, Azumi, Natsupoi, Starlight Kid, Saki Kashima, Fukigen Death, Tekla, and May Sarah. So, yeah, that's that's decent. Um, that's and decent. there's a lot of people missing from these shows because we assume there's going to be a play-in league starting soon for the five-star Grand Prix. Because I assume we're going to get the lineup announcement within the next two weeks. Like this time last year, they'd already announced the lineup. So I imagine 
And this year's tournament starts earlier. Yeah, so like either this weekend at the pay-per-view or maybe at the Corkin to start next month, there should be a lineup announcement. Uh, but hope, preferably be this weekend because, I mean, I want to get excited about the five-star. Yeah, I feel like we are very much in limbo. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and that's kind of a part of why, like, that's partially Starham's fault because, excuse me, um, they've made it a tournament company, right? Uh, we, we talked about this when they announced the Triangle Derby. There's only like a month, two months of non-tournament action uh, where that isn't directly leading up to a tournament or is feeling the effects, the fallout of a tournament. Uh, this is this is one of them, is this May-June uh, section. Especially since the Cinderella tournament just didn't mean anything, I guess, apparently. Um, and these like you're kind of feeling it where it's like, okay, what are we building to? Because they stopped doing like singles matches, the special singles matches, um, a couple, I guess, like last year, a year or two ago. And so we're just kind of like waiting for something to pop off. The The generational battle is something, but... You know, we're, we're it feels like we're definitely waiting for the five star. That's that's the state of being we're in, which is funny because there is a double crown championship match uh, in a couple of days that is meant to be one of the most important matches in Star of History. I mean, I would say it's important, but I also um, it's just a weird match because both of them just won the belts. And so th there's yeah. very little chance of there being a winner. And if there is a winner, a lot of people are going to be very upset. So kind of in a Blame weird me. spot with that one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think if there was a more clear idea of, you know, like, Mirai still has her title match, the IWGP belt is seemingly just a prop now. It's a belt buckle! Um, <laughs> the, the tag belts are on a team we don't like. The artist belts are, well, they're on restart, they're pretty cool. But there's a lot where you're just kind of like, I wonder what's going to happen. Um, please tell me, but uh, they're not really telling us. So, yeah, I can, I can see why you might feel like that. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, oh, it is the fourth, damn. Um, yeah, so the the IWGP belt just isn't on Dominion. Um, I, mm -hmm. I talked to Sky about this, because Mayu was booked for Cork and Hall that day. I will say, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later about the generational stuff, uh, just getting into it, even though we don't know a ton about it, because the shows aren't up. Um, I will say it would be really funny if the reason why Rossi booked that was because, oh, well, I need Mayu in an important match, so I don't need to send her to Dominion. Because <laughs> fuck New Japan. That's my headcanon, is that uh, Rossi is just looking for any way to not have any of his wrestlers on New Japan shows, um, anybody important. So he was like, oh, sorry, there's like a big generational war going on. I can't I can't, I can't, can't let y'all have her uh, for Dominion. My bad. Uh, she's a part of this thing. So, yeah, fuck you. That, that's how I feel. Uh, <laughs> Rossi is, is treating the the IWGP belt now. Um, so forever champion Mayu Itani. Hell yeah. Uh, thoughts, opinions? I'm all for it. Let's go. Keep keep the belt on her forever. Um, speaking of New Japan, though, um, the New Japan Strong Openweight Women's Championship is, is an openweight, or is it just the women's? I probably butchered that. It's okay. just the women's championship. Uh, so they crowned a new champion uh, a couple of days ago at Resurgence. This is obviously applies to stardom because chances are there will be stardom wrestlers fighting for it on U.S. shows, uh, unless Rossi has anything to say about it. Um, but even if not, Momokogo, Momokogo of stardom was involved in the tournament to crown the first champion. Uh, so we're just going to touch a little bit on the resurgence stuff. And obviously Mercedes Money was there and she's, you know, stardom adjacent kind of at this stage. Um, 
So there was three matches in total. And the first one was uh, Mercedes Money versus Stephanie Vakir uh, of CMLL. We were hyped for this one. We obviously watched uh, Stephanie last year when she was in Japan to do her uh, her Ice Ribbon tour. I think she showed up on Wave and Sendai Girls as well. Yeah. And she was pretty impressive. So we were very hopeful that that would be a good match. And uh, I I think they both knocked it out of the park. It was a great match. Um, Stephanie came away looking really good. I feel like she won a lot of fans with that one. Because Mercedes really just let her her flourish. Yeah, I think... And this this match kind of held significance because it was... And I've I've spoken about this before. uh, Mercedes has only had history-making matches up to this point. (laughs) Like... Uh, and you could kind of see it with her like train of matches, uh, you know, in the past few months. She had her first non WWE match against Kyrie, her first Japan match against Azumi Hazuki, and her first singles match in Japan against Mayu. Um, this is the first match that isn't a first. I mean, yes, she's never faced Akir, um, but you know, it was, it was just another match, effectively. Um, and Mercedes still knocked it out of the park, which is very important right once the uh once the allure or the mm-hmm. yeah that's the right word once like the the hype behind oh i'm coming off of this big wwe run and i'm gonna strike it out on my own once that hype isn't as prominent and that's not going to sell you you know on mercedes she's just still having insane matches you know it's not just she's making you believe the hype right and we've believed the hype the entire time but she just keeps going you know what I mean? And I thought this match was kind of indicative of that. Um, yeah, Vakir was great. Uh, for those who don't know, Vakir actually wrestled in stardom a few times, like I think five or six matches in 2018 because there was a Shine partnership. Um, I totally forgot that was the same person. <laughs> I'm going to be real. Because uh, I just remember I just remember bad wrestlers coming over from the Shine partnership. Like there was like maybe two good wrestlers. I'm sure she was one of them. But most of them were not good. Um, at least not good in stardom. So... I look back very not fondly on that, but Vakira was there. So I, you know, she's grown in the years since because now I actually remember her matches. But yeah, uh, she was she in for a bit. Um, but yeah, that was a great match. Was yeah, great match. and I, I don't know where this came from, but at least like five different people have told me that Stephanie isn't welcome back in stardom. So I've just been like, oh, what the hell happened? <laughs> so I don't know the story, but it's been said to me enough that I'm like, it might as well be that's... true. And stardom is a very. Stardom at that funny. point was a very weird promotion, so I definitely buy it. I mean, that was the era where you had Rachel Ellering shooting on Konami and stuff. Blancher. Like, this oh, company was weird. So I I can imagine... That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I... Like, do you ever think back about that match? I do. And just go, damn, that happened. Yeah, it's... Uh... Konami, of all wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a wild one. Like, she could have shot on Tam... And Tam would just, like, she would have hit her back, obviously. But, like, there wouldn't have been an issue. But Konami? Name of fire. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Crazy. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's funny, because I imagined Rossi, like, they're like, hey, we need a star wrestler for this uh, lineup. Can you send someone? And he's like, wait a minute, who's in it? And they're like, oh, Mercedes. And then he's like, oh, I like her. And then they're like, uh, Willow. And he's like, mm-hmm. who? AEW? Willow? No. And then they're like, okay, the last one is Steffi Vecker. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and then he's like, just, just give me Whittle. Just give me the AEW. Momo can go. Whatever. And that, that's, I, this week is just me imagining Rossi's daily life because he's such an interesting human being. Um, 
that's how I imagine that went down. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a fun match. <laughs> Regardless, I I wrote down, oh, it would be dope if Vakir could go to Stardom at some point. Guess that's not yeah. happening. But you know, anytime she comes back to Japan, uh, go to go to Wave or something. I don't know. Ice is on death's door. It sounds like they're gonna get bought by Glate. So. That's that's so <laughs> funny. Uh, Lidette buying Ice Ribbon. That would be crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that would no. I thought this match was a real showcase of the fact that Mercedes is so versatile. Um, every one of her matches yeah. post WWE has been different. Like stylistically, but they've all been yeah. Good. They're all like like she hasn't. She's, she's the best worker, the best women's worker to ever come out of North America. I I fully believe that there is no other women's worker in North America who could have the variety of matches she has had at a high level. And especially, yeah. I, I don't, especially I don't coming off of like nine months out or whatever it was, like she knocked off the ring rust within two minutes against Kyrie and hasn't looked back since. It's it's incredible. And uh, yeah, for her to, to wrestle this match with Vakir and really lean into the Lucha influence and not look completely out of water was, was a definite kind of strength for her. Um, and she... I thought she was very selfless, as she tends to be, and really that's Stephanie shine. And she even left very early after the match, so Stephanie could get the the standing ovation. Because um, you know Mercedes, she's all about elevating everybody, and uh, I think that was on display here. She also had a Snoop Dogg gear because they are in Long Beach, baby. Um, yeah, I, the match was great. Like, really, and I would say both of the the preliminary tournament matches were quite good and yeah I, I was really happy with it i i watched it last night actually um because i didn't get around to it i have been watching so much men's wrestling so Ew. much uh buses super Junior specifically it's yeah it, it i legit before this i haven't i've seen one women's match in the past two weeks um which is like running from the grind in, you are running like, the from the grind <laughs> I'm sad, man. Everybody's retiring. It's it's you know, it's May. I don't like May. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like it's just it's a it's a rough month. I've been watching a lot of best super juniors. Um, Mike Bailey is killing it. But uh, back to this show. Yeah, Mercedes and Vakir was Indeed. phenomenal. Uh, uh, the next um, match then for the tournament was Momo Kogo losing to Willow Nightingale. Um, people were very impressed by Momo Kogo, and I was like, yeah, we've seen this Komomo once in stardom, and then never again. Yeah, it was easier. And it's, I think what I came away from this uh, with the knowledge of is stardom has a very deep roster in that there's a lot of wrestlers who we even just, like, skip over them, but if they were ever pushed and motivated, they would do so well, right? Like, the like you could take mm-hmm. the top ten wrestlers out of stardom, and I think you'd still have at least five who could put on great matches. Because if you took the top ten away, you'd have like a motivated Saki Kashima, probably uh, a motivated Koguma, a motivated Momokogo, uh, probably Momotanabe, Atsukotora, Tekla. Like this company is ridiculous, and stuff like this is a reminder that if you yeah. gave even somebody a pin eater. Uh, somebody whose gimmick right now is that she's a loser. Everybody's calling her a fucking loser and a jobber and all that. And she went out there and had a great match because she was given the platform to do also, so. Also, mind you, she is a 38-year-old woman with, uh, what was it? Was it Graves' yeah, disease? Yeah, some, some Graves? Wait, what, what disease? Yeah, and 
and she also is coming off of a fucking concussion mm-hmm. less than a month ago. Um, <laughs> she has fucking killed it. Like that's insane. Like that is not how you're supposed. To, that's not how it's supposed to happen, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've always felt like there was something there with Momokogo. Obviously, there are a lot of things working against her in the just everyday mm-hmm. aspect of it, you know, because she is older and she does have, you know, pre-existing um, conditions. I sound like I'm talking about COVID. Um, she, but you know, like there, there are there are issues with her game, and she's not the best on the roster. She's not the you know shining star of the undercard, so she just really does get lost in the shuffle. But she has the capability of delivering really well. I mean, even in even in the five star last year. She wasn't great, but considering how bad some wrestlers in that five star were, talking about my Sakurai, um, she did perfectly fine. Uh, and I, I think that she, when she wants to show out, she can. And I, I do agree. I think if you sent Miyu Amasaki over here uh, to have a, a match against, especially against Willow, and I think we might be underselling Willow's involvement because not only has Willow improved a lot in the past year, two years. Um, no help of AEW, of course, but no, like she's improved in the past year or two, but she's also the exact style that a stardom wrestler is accustomed to wrestling um, because she's strong arm, right? She throws a lariat. She throws you across the ring. That's her stuff, but she's fast enough to where it's not this giant that you can't really work around. Um, and I feel like Willow is the exact prototypical wrestler that a stardom wrestler will thrive against because a Joshi wrestler in general nowadays, um, I feel like right now we're in the, the peak of that, you know, powerhouse era where it's not just very slow wrestlers who can, you know, bump you and you have to kind of sell for them. They all move very quickly, but they all throw a lariat and try to kill you. Um, that's kind of just Joshi wrestling right now. So I think Willow was a perfect dancing partner for Kogo Momo Kogo. That (laughs) sounded weird when I said it. Um, and yeah, I, I was very proud of her because, again, less than a month after concussion, at 38 years old, in a country that you haven't wrestled in before, I'm pretty sure she only wrestled in Mexico uh, when she was independent. Like, all props to her. Great stuff. Yeah, she did really well. Um, and she, she brought out a lot of that high-speed kind of influence of, of playing the underdog. And uh, it was kind of an unusual spot for Willow because she's usually the, the baby face in, the, in situations, but she was like really good as the powerhouse dominant performer. Um, and I mean, if AW ever wanted to, she could definitely lean into that. But I mean, that's asking a bit too much of Tony, I think, nowadays. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't want, I, I do not want them to turn Willow heel because you know yeah, exactly how I, bad that it depends. would be. Um, and Paul, you know they would do yeah. it though. Well, not not bad. But it would just like it would strip a lot well, of yeah. because yeah. she's very comfortable in her role, right? And she can she can work the bad guy, like you know, not as a character necessarily, but she can work in ring as the dominant, you know, quote unquote heel. But like they put her in the outcast, it's over. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. You know what? We just the outcasts are worse than Stinger, and that is saying something. Because Stinger is dog shit. Like, how are you worse than the Noah Juniors in your a woman's wrestling? Like, in your woman's wrestling group? I love women's wrestling. How do you do that? How I'm do you gonna be nice. Like yeah, I'm gonna be I'm nice because I, I could <laughs> I could go for days on this on this uh, faction and their uh, swift turn to oh nobody cares about us. Let's go. Oh, we're so edgy. Look at us because that's worked for everybody. Offensive T-shirt. 
Oh my god. I wanted to I was like hurt myself remember, when I saw that. It was so bad. I was like, yeah, there's no way this Ruby is a wrestling Soho shirt posted right now. It and I was like, Ruby, honey, you are better than this, please. Like You know what a good what a good fucking group you were in a yeah, tie, home, like, girl. You, you know what a good you group is. You know better than this. Um like Tony Tony's a lost cause at this stage and Soraya, listen, the less said about Soraya the better. But Ruby should have known better. That's all I can say. The Tony Storm on the show, on the Resurgence show, show her and Juice, I didn't watch the match. Um, our guy, Fred Rosser, might have done something bad. Um, <laughs> he might have he might have turned the bit into a little bit more than a bit. Um, but, no, I thought that Tony and Juice, like, looked way better for ter- for Tony. Like, Tony was the, was, like, the damsel in distress, effectively. Obviously, she wasn't because she beat the fuck out of Fred Rosser. But, like, she was the wrestler's girlfriend, right? The wrestler's wife. She wasn't the focus of the of the thing, she still looked infinitely better than she does with the outcasts. Like she looked like a way more competent, interesting yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Um, and that's saying something. Cause like the bang, bang gang is not that great either. <laughs> like, <laughs> but put her in there. And I feel like we would all have a way better time. Um, but that's enough. AW yeah. new Japan. Talk. Um, yeah. That's the amazing. the main event to crown the new champion was Willow Nightingale versus Mercedes money. Um, the first, like, five minutes of this or so, the crowd was just ridiculous. Like, I remember, yeah. like, I, they were just losing their minds, and I was like, Mercedes Money is getting Chigusa Nagayo levels reaction. Like, That's I a crazy have sentence. not seen <laughs> this kind of electricity for a performer since, like, Nagayo. And I don't say that lightly. You know how much I respect. And, I know, that's what I'm yeah, shocked like, you're saying. You know how much it. I respect and love Chigusa Nagayo. And if you've never seen Nagayo, go do it now. Like, the biggest star women's wrestling has ever created, basically. But Mercedes, for, like, the start of this match, and even when she first came out, she was getting that kind of just ferocious response. Like, this crowd would have just stayed going for, like, five minutes had she not started wrestling. You know, like, they were, oh, yeah, they it was, were on it was, their feet. It was yeah. Rock Hogan, right? Uh, but the match was actually good. That's the crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like little little tangent. We don't we don't have a lot to talk about. So I'm I'm enjoying myself. You know, I'm I'm talking about random things. Um, Chikusa Nagayo. I feel like when you watch her in her element in like the 80s, it's crazy. But then you, what I did, one of the first matches I saw of hers, like maybe like the second or third, was against Bull at Dream Slam because I was watching Dream Slam top to bottom, and the crowd was. Oh, wait, yeah, no, against Devil. Dream Slam 2 was against Bull. Um, you're right. My bad. Uh, yeah, Dream Slam 1 against Devil. You The, the entire card, people were, like, hype about it. Um, but then you get to the Chigusa match, and it is a whole other animal, mm-hmm. right? Like, when you are watching those old 80s, like, those 80s shows, you're probably going to watch one match at a time because you can't really find entire shows from the 80s as easily as you can uh, from the 90s. But you watch an entire All Japan show with Chigusa on it, you recognize just how big of a deal she was, right? Um, and I, I can see that with Mercedes. Is that it's like, yeah, Tanahashi was on the show, man. Like Will Osprey, he was on the show. Uh, Will Osprey, the worst member of United Empire at this point. TJP's kind of, kind of way better than him now, um, which is crazy to say. Um, he was on this show, you know. Oh, Drill is there, so he's not the worst. <laughs> My bad. Um, but no, like Will Ospreay was there and he's super popular and he was coming off an injury and still nowhere near that level 
of Mercedes, in my opinion. You know, like Mox, people love Mox, nowhere near it. Okada was there. Like so many stars were on this show, but Mercedes was the star. And that's a that's a dope thing to talk about because I love Yeah, I mean this this show, like I didn't even the the return match with Kyrie, the crowd wasn't as into her. Like here they were they were willing to die for this woman. They were they were just short of bowing like it was it was a sorry this was the biggest this was the biggest crowd new japan has done in america yeah since like 2019 to be fair uh since the g1 since they had a g1 match uh in, oh yeah i remember that everybody america. was so disappointed by that one yeah um but yeah the she she was man taichi has not come to america in like 20 years <laughs> oh, i need man. him over here now <laughs> um anyway mercedes was over as fuck um massive star Yes. And then, uh, sadly, she lost because she broke her ankle on the finish. Um, well, not the finish, but towards the end. And not even on the finish. I felt bad because the referee clearly fucked up. He was like, she was giving the three count to Willow. This is an instance. And the referee was like, oh, yeah. no, the shoulders up, shoulder up. Because obviously the referee was like, oh, the match is meant to continue. They probably weren't clued in that Mercedes was injured. So they had to redo... Yeah, which is, like, totally fair, because, like, there's no way in hell Willow wins yeah, this match, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so he's like, why, like, yeah. no. So that, that's kind of hurt it, <laughs> like that makes the air sense. was kind of let out of the room for a bit, and had they done the pinfall on that first one, I think the crowd would have been wild. Um, but because they had to do a second yeah. one, and there was that period of awkwardness, um, it definitely hurt the finish a little bit. Um, but yeah, like it was a really good match and uh, another really good showing from Willow. And I'm very happy for her to get the win. But yeah, it definitely sucks that Mercedes yeah. had to get hurt, um, especially on this show where it like, yeah, it especially brutal. on this show where you finally realize, <laughs> like, oh, she's she's her, you know, this was that show. Um, so yeah, her getting hurt definitely wasn't great. But I mean... I don't think anybody's complaining about Willow as champion. She's lovely. She's really good at wrestling. It's it's about time somebody pushes her. I feel like for the last year plus, people have been going, when the fuck is Willow getting signed and pushed? And AW finally signed her. And then she pushed her. And now New Japan, of all places, has uh, put a belt on her. So I'm very happy for her. And uh, I mean, I'm sure she's going to have a cool reign. And they get to run this back when, when Mercedes comes back because she, uh, she re-signed. Yeah. It, it is it is really funny that like it took new japan so little time to put two black women in a main event of a show for yeah. a title like compared to like yeah. every oh, other place you know ever. maybe rocky romero <laughs> you know is I mean? like cool you know maybe we need to when, when... Uh, that that might be a we'll, we'll see with the all with the <laughs> with the junior festival when he's not but, calling no, up carl I, anderson you know. he's pretty chill yeah <laughs> yeah if if Marty Skrull shows up, then we have to have. I don't think he's allowed hurt. anymore. <laughs> oh, but you you wouldn't think, but that's, you never know with fair. these people. That's fair. Um. But yeah, you know, like yeah, I thought that was great. Like, you know, people were comparing it to the Bianca mm-hmm. Mercedes match just because of you know the the you know look of it. Is that it's like oh, it's two black women in a main event of a major wrestling show for a major company. Um. And I just think about it, it's like WWE have been trying to make a women's division a thing for like decades. New Japan started like a year ago, and I mean they they got it. They got the golden goose. They got Mercedes, like you said, best North American women's wrestler, probably of all time. Um, but like it's it's kind of crazy that they're like, 
oh yeah, this this girl is good, and some of these other girls are also very good. Why don't we just let them be good and let people care about them? Crazy. Somebody needs to tell Tony Khan. Nah, to man, you gotta have outcast heel shenanigans times fifty, I guess. Like I, I think it, uh, again, we're we're getting a little bit too into AEW, but I think I've realized how much the women's division like relies on the idea that Jamie Hayter might have a good match every once in a while, because once she like since she's been injured, there's just no hope. Like I don't even like have hope that like oh next week maybe she'll get like a good match against Ruby Soho like a good singles. No, because she's injured. No, nah, there's just nothing it's, there. <laughs> it's incredible. Like it's so easy. To, to do stuff, especially with AEW's audience, like it's so easy, and yet they just don't do it. Yeah. They're, so, They're so ready to. Enjoy you just things. give them a cool match, and these people will bow to that man. And yet he continues to go. You know what I need? A Julia Hart and Anna J feud. Nothing against either woman. <laughs> I, I think they both should get more reps and develop. Maybe not. Don't have that as your only other women's feud in the entire company. Perhaps, mayhaps, you know. Just, just a thought. Um, Perchance. But yeah, it's so easy. And New Japan has shown that. Like They had this crowd going absolutely bonkers for Willow and Mercedes money because they said, hey, good wrestlers are going to have a good match. Crazy idea, right? Like It's, it's so easy sometimes. Novel um, concept. Novel but concept. yeah, ultimately, Willow is the champion. We'll have to see where that goes because, I mean, it could end up with stardom wrestlers going over to face her. I don't really know what the current status is with Stardom in this expansion. Like, I, it's it's very confusing. Yeah. I feel like Rossi's checked out of it already. Because the, the belt, the IWGP belt, I remember reading reports about this. It was made primarily to be defended on those American shows. To be the New Japan yeah, Strong so, belt. So that <laughs> you can get the Mayus and the Minas and all of that of the world exposure in America so that fans can become aware of them because they saw a gap in the market for women's wrestling, and they said, hey, we're going to push Stardom into that. But now, Stardom has had minimal involvement in crowning a champion for that American brand, which doesn't run all that much anymore. And the IWGP women's belt, which was made to be defended in America, isn't even on Dominion. It doesn't get defended on Stardom shows, and probably won't be defended on American shows if they have another belt for America. So what the fuck is the point? Like, what's <laughs> happening? Why did you make a belt for America and then go, no, we need another one? Like, what's... They, wanted S- they wanted an SWA belt that nobody could challenge. <laughs> yes. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's where we're at. Um, I don't know. What's the big show in June? Isn't there no a big idea. show? Or is that early July? Isn't that in, in Japan? Because like, that would be the next place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be the next place that Mayu could defend the belt because there's no because G1 is starting mm-hmm. after Dominion altogether. Like yeah, there's there's just no room for maybe Forbidden Door. Like yeah, and that's not, not happening. It, like there's just no like she won it a month ago and it for the next at least another month there is no sign of a defense even like a challenger really. They said Nanai might, Mariah yeah. May might, and then Stardom's nothing. gonna have the GP. Um, and she's not leaving the GP to defend it. Yeah, she is not. Le- no, no. Uh, we're we are in belt it's buckle. Crazy. Period. It's so crazy. Uh, that's like, where we're at. Is 
it, it so yeah. quickly became like this was meant to be the leading part of the expansion and now the expansion is just momokogo i don't i don't i don't really get it but you know what <laughs> i'm just not i don't i don't care we're here for stardom and stardom does not care about america so we don't care about america heck america um i'm in america I, I, you know what? I think I think they should send a Stardom wrestler over to uh, over to AEW on the seventh, where they have a show, so they're not going to, um, because I'm going to that oh, AEW fun. show. So please, please give me <laughs> Momokogo, man. Please. <laughs> um, I think that's all for stuff that's like happened. Um, there's obviously Miu's yeah, Miu Amasaki, she missed shows this past weekend, and then she's been pulled from the pay-per-view due to injury. She's also out of Mei Saruga's anniversary match. And no offense to Miyu Amasaki, but Mei Saruga versus Momoka Hanazono is like 50 times better. Hanazono and Mei Saruga is literally <laughs> the best match you could make. So, Is that happening in Ishigaya? Or is that happening in a ring. ring? I think they do those anniversary shows in a proper ring. Hmm. Yeah, will be interesting. I feel like they would they would yeah. thrive either way, but, um, but that, way. I think that's everything. Basically, there's been three shows over the past week, but none of them are up. Stardom is still way behind. They are gonna be way behind. Have you seen their schedule for next month? Like, it is bad. There's gonna there's gonna be a point where the GP has started and there won't be shows up. I think. Like, I genuinely believe the GP will start and people won't be caught up See, to date. Oh my god, I don't know how they aren't doing like do you see that stretch they have one two know, I... three four five yeah. six seven eight nine ten shows between the first and 17th of june like they're screwed yeah um so yeah i don't uh i don't know man of three weeks they have a week yeah. off that's crazy like we could get, I, well, maybe they will have caught up by the time the GPE starts, because that's on the 23rd of July, but I, I think they might be kind of close, to be honest with you. It's it's going to be rough, and not just not just rough, but for us, we're, we're grass-met straws here, folks, yeah. I'm going to be real. Um, like, if you couldn't tell, we're, we're lamenting about the schedule. We're both looking <laughs> at this calendar right now. Yeah. Just lamenting about it. Because there's nothing to fucking talk about. Like, there is. There's a few key things that we need to talk about still. That's why there's still runtime on this episode. But, like... Legit, like, I, like I said, I haven't seen a stardom match outside of the Jumbo uh, gauntlet since, out, like, since New Blood. And before that, it was, like, a week. Like, I haven't seen a, I haven't seen a single match yeah. since Golden Week. It's the 24th. <laughs> what the fuck? An entire Super Junior tournament has happened in that time. Think about that. Oh my god. Very condensed Super Junior, though. The entire, like, it is ending. It is yeah. ending in two days. And <laughs> in that time, there has not been, like, okay, they've gotten a couple Starm shows up in, you know, but they're all, you know, two and a half weeks, you know, ago. So I don't really particularly care that much about them anymore. Because they're all also house shows. It's just crazy, man. We are we are in strange times. Um, I think the only stuff to touch on from the past week, as far as results go, is uh, Sai Ida got a win. They gave her a pity win for her birthday. Um, her she birthday. got a cake. It was very nice. Uh, stars celebrated was, with her. My Mayu took all the strawberries, and everybody took the strawberries, and then Sai Ida was like, 
Shut the mate, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, it. And then on the final show, um, on the 21st, we had a quite an interesting development. After the main event, which was Queen's Quest versus Stars, um, Suzu Suzuki, noted shitster, walks out and is like, <laughs> hey, my generation is cooler than, than you old bitches. Let's go. And um, there were lines drawn in the sand for a generational warfare. Uh, which is happening at Corkin on the 4th. And the... And nobody liked no. it. <laughs> uh, so the two generate Well, there's actually another generational scuffle, but nobody cares about that one. The main one... It's the, uh, it's yeah, the undercurrent. The main one yeah. is this uh, Suzu Suzuki, Micah, Sayakamitani, and Utami Hayashishta on one side, uh, representing one generation. I think Suzu is in the golden gen now. That's why she's in there. Um, Marai missed these shows due to injury, so they, she couldn't even be in the Golden Gen. They said <laughs> you ain't, you ain't here. I've been saying this. I've been saying this for a while now. They waited, and I've, I've basically said it to anybody that listened. They waited until Ida became enhancement. Unfortunately, like that's where she's at now. She became enhancement. They waited until Jumbo yeah. retired, and they waited until Marai was fucking injured to be like, you know what, Gold Gen matters. Gold Gen Matters, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting it on the show. Gold Gen Matters. I, think, I, I just blame <laughs> like, that's Suzu. crazy. She's a shit but the Golden Gen is those four. Suzu, Suzuki, Micah, Sayakamitani, and Utami. And on the other side, we have the older generation, in air quotes, older, uh, of Julia, Mayu Iwatani, Siri, and Tam Nakano. Um, so I, I feel like... Tam started wrestling close... Tam and Julia started wrestling closer to the time... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Suzu star wrestling than they did to either Sherry or Mayu star yeah, wrestling, there, by the way. There, there, um, by like, some, you know, there's some iffiness here because Julia and Suzu, like, notably like, roomed together as trainees. Started in like so, the same nine it's months. A bit yeah. iffy, but <laughs> the, the general idea here is Golden Gen versus the established top kind of stars. It's also great because uh, age also doesn't work, right? Because, like, Kamatani's 26, 27 years old. Suzu is 20. Um, Tam is 35, and, and uh, Julia is, like, what, yeah. 28 now, 29? Like, it's just all over the place. That's the thing, is that, it's like, let me, let me, before everybody thinks I'm hating on this, it's gonna rule. All these motherfuckers are dope, except for maybe Tam, but Tam's still all right. Like, it's gonna be awesome. I'm not saying that it's not cool, but... It is so funny <laughs> that we just found it's ourselves very in this out of nowhere, and um, I'm not especially especially with Saya and Utami yeah. beefing right now, and Micah like being like, "Oh, I'm gonna kill everybody that's not Julia," seemingly wanting to kill Julia now. Um, <laughs> like this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of come out of nowhere, and it's a case of we saw Dragon Gate do this. Like they got rid of their factions entirely and did a generational faction thing for a while um but it doesn't yeah. seem like stardom is going for that this just seems like they decided oh we want to do this to fill time so which is which honestly if fun, they did that you know I, don't... I think now would probably be the best time i think the only the only crew that would really suffer would be uh club venus because where does mina and the you know in the whites go um but other than that like if they wanted to even if it's just like for now and then the lead like 
do a draft in nine months when they're done with the generational warfare. You know what I mean? Like just do generations right now and then nine months from now do a redraft and you know, whatever. I, I think that would work better now than it would pretty much any other time. Because uh, even the even the factions people like are kind of not but, great I mean, right now. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't like, I love see stars them to death, getting like, rid of the really factions considering that's such a key part of the entire identity. Like their banners hang on every yes. show. They sell all the merch based on who you're with in a faction. Like it would be quite the decision. And I, I if they personally were to move love away that. from that for a long time. Um, and also, I think we would be very uneven. I mean, who takes the pin yes. for Siri, Tam, Julia, and Mayu? Of these, like, four, there's yeah. just it can't work. Well, I mean, you can put Saki Kashima. They in all there. hate her. They literally all hate her. Siri hates her. Mayu I hates mean, her. okay. Do you know who? I don't, Alex. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Julia and Tam are currently on the same team, and yeah, they like, famously just Saki, don't like Saki's each other, like right? Annoying so... as well. Like, why would they want to team with her? You know. So... Yeah. Well, well, no, and I I agree. And also, I want to talk about briefly that when Dragon Gate did that, it deterred me from watching the shows. Because, like, I had really gotten into, I forget which group specifically, I'd really gotten into one of the groups, and then they were like, ah, mm. we're done with all that. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Like, I liked those guys together. That was fun. And then they are like, ah, Torimon. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it has a lot of uh, drawbacks, obviously. And also, when you look at the other generational battle, we which will. we didn't touch on, don't, it don't is worry. Uh, will. The, the undercarters. Uh, but if you look at those, like that would have to be a generation of its own, and yeah, that yeah is like, dire. Suzu um, would have to be with one of those lower tier gens, and that just wouldn't be fitting of her. Which I don't think, and I, I was saying this like Suzu, Kid, um, Azumi. Hanan, Azumi, and Ruaka make up like a generation of yeah. their own. Uh, and if you want to add the twins in there as pin eaters, like. You know, like that is a that is a perfect mid card mm-hmm. generation. Um, if you if you were doing this generational thing, uh, but Suzu's with the older people now, um, but still the younger people than the older people. Um, this is dumb. Let me let me just say that this is dumb. It's gonna be dope. But this is dumb. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Utami doesn't want to be in it either. Like her, no. she was like, I don't want to be paired with you guys. I'm better than you. So, part of me, part of me thinks that what this could be is the start of Suzu's faction. Um, that will leave Julia hurting because DDM would pretty much die. Um, but I'm looking at it. Uh, Saya and Utami are beefing, and Micah and Suzu are cool right now. I could see Suzu, Micah, and Saya, or Suzu and Micah, or Suzu and Saya. Um, and May Sarah, obviously, being a crew together. Um, and this is kind of how they start that, is, like, Sai is like, oh, I really like Team with Suzu, fuck Utami, and she dips. Like, I could see that being the way they go with it in some way. Um, but also, there's so many easier ways to do that than this. So, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like usually if there's an easier solution, they do it, unless they just feel like being super elaborate. Um, for no reason, which they also like to do that too. Storm's very unpredictable, folks. Let's be real. 
Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting ways for this to shake up. Um, I, I think Utami is going to play a big role, given her being like, I don't, I don't want to be in this. I'm better than all of you. Um, and obviously, Suzu being there is cool with Micah, given their kind of pal of pals for the near future. Um, Which that's another thing. I I don't know what that is. None of us <laughs> like. Has that on the? Uh, has that been on? Like, have they uploaded shows with them being homies? Maybe like the very first match, but I think it started really at the Corkin, didn't it? And that's not up still. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah. because they're not involved in matches together mm-hmm. before that at all. Um. Anyway, the other, um, warfare thing, Hanako and my Sakurai showed up, and were alongside Wakasgama. Uh, Lady C, a few others. Oh no, not Maya Sakura. Aya, oh, did I say Aya Sakura? Anyway, doesn't matter. Oh, okay, Aya, Aya Sakura. So the two newbies showed up and were like, "Hey, we are also better than you." And Maya Sakura was doing her whole shtick. So I think my Lady C and Waka are all one gen, and they're taking on the newer gen. Yes. Which is Miyu Amasaki, Hanako, and Aya Sakura. So. See. What I don't get is why the Towers of Power, Hanako and Lady C, don't just kill these twerps. Like, that's what I don't get. Like, let's be real. Generations might be generations, but height is is forever. That's true, but they're different gens. It just, you have to do it. Waka was given, Waka was serving. She was like, yeah, my gen's better, huh? And it's like, honey, you only just want a match. Let's settle down here. Um, Waka is, it's it's so interesting that Waka's like an actual wrestler. It's great, really. Like, like really, like I watched. I don't know what match it was. Like I, it was obviously a while ago. Um, but I was like watching a like a match from Walk, and I'm just like, she's just she's just wrestling like a wrestler does, mm-hmm. and not, you know, just like following the 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 script of okay, I'm gonna lose now. You know, what I mean, like it's interesting, and she's she's good. I, I make fun of her a lot because you know she's the assistant to white people, but you know she's she's gotten a lot better. I, I'll give her that credit. Um, and she does seem more comfortable in Club Venus as just a kind Bystander. of standard. I don't know, just a, just a weirdo yeah. spy. Is she the yeah, one who just used to be like a tourist uh, uh, advisor, or was that Momokogo? Because oh, yeah, I think she, she feels... was. Wait, I don't know. Momokogo has had That's Momokogo's true. lived so many I think lives, Waka, bro. Though, I don't know. Might have been the <laughs> tour advisor or something, because she has that energy with Club Venus. I She's think. like, look now at our amazing, the amazing women. Yeah, it would make so. sense. Yeah. Cause yeah, it, it does feel like she's just like she's just yeah. watching in amazement as the white women walk by. Can you come up with something other than white women because it seems so targeted? Um, but I don't know. Well, I can't call them the c word. Yeah. Not the not the feminine c word. The, the race c word. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. It's, uh, we'll have to come up with something. Um. Well, and like. I don't know. I feel like white women is the perfect mm, level of offense. I mean, Do you get what I'm trying to say? It just seems very targeted. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like we're going to get in some some shit eventually. Speaking badly of the white yeah. women. Yeah, 10 years from... 20, 25 years from now when I run for president, this is yeah, all going to come back. I, to I would think so. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe just we'll come up with something. Team but, Jacobs. Let's go. Team Jacobs. That's it. Were you a Team Edward? That, that, no, it's a different, that, different that Jacobs. Okay. okay. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, are we talking no, about no. right now? Team Jacobs is, is a um, clever one. If, 
Do you guys have you Jacob's? Have after the show. No. Okay, Jacob's make crackers here. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. So Team Jacobs, because they make crackers. You know, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you a story after the after the show. Remind me, because I can't say it on air, right. but it's it's very funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> so yeah, Club Venus are, are are Team Jacobs, the the white women. Yeah, you on board? You on board with this? Oh man, but mid white women is such an easy term to just you know. And they're not even mid. That's the thing. You know, that's that's one other thing about the white women. So we don't we don't have much to. T- we, I don't think they're gonna come up on the show. So I guess I'll. Well, I now. feel like we're gonna have more to talk about than you think because we have an entire pay per view to this discuss. This is true, but they, are they on it? I don't. I wrote a preview and I don't. Of remember course, they're on it. Everybody <laughs> is on the shows. The entire roster works every show. This is true, um, but you no. So, this. so I have a buddy named Jonah, um, who has never watched Stardom a day in his life, um, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I, like and and I think we undersell the power of of simps and uh, lovers of white women, um, because he is in love with Xena. Like I think he might right. actually start watching Stardom just because he is in love with Xena. It's crazy. I see. So yeah, I mean, like legit, Eric he's Zona. he's tweeted he's tweeted about about fucking Stardom more times in the past two days, and it's all about Xena. It's not about Stardom. It's all it's just about Xena. Um, then he I, I've spoken to him for hours and hours at length and he's like ah you know i don't really watch that stuff and now he's like oh yeah <laughs> is he knows that cool <laughs> i was like this guy's this guy's different Shout what a choice though. of all the people in club venus i feel like i'll love to zena though zena zena she's cool i, I like zena but i don't know that's that's an interesting choice um anyway we have uh, one show to preview and it is a pay-per-view. It is on the 27th of May. It is Stardom Flashing Champions 2023 at Ota Ward General Gymnasium. Um, the poster for this show has a massive Mirai, Mina, Tam, and Mayu, which is made even better by the fact that two of those four are in <laughs> meandering matches. So Yeah, also, um, this is a Bushira double shot in Ota Ward because, like I said, Best of Super Juniors uh, final is Friday, and it is also in Ota Ward. Oh, interesting. doing it okay. back to back. That is, that is good to know. Um, so the opening match of this show, it's a pre-show match now. I don't know if it was always meant to be on the pre-show, but it, they did change it and moved it to the pre-show. It's uh, Sai Ida versus Momokogo versus Lady C. Don't uh, you know, Ida's not allowed to win on the main show. That is true. Uh, this was originally a tag match with, with uh, Miyu Amasaki teaming with Lady C um, against the Stars team, but now it's a three-way. And... Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Lady C will win because she's in that generational battle thing. Any of these three could really win. Like, real, yeah. like I mean, if, they if are they all equal levels of loser. It's it's Fuck quite you, quite man. the phenomenon. Am I wrong? You're such a dick. You're only saying that because Ida is involved. If it was no, like I like three, I like Bobo Kogo. I like Lady C. You don't gotta you, be so mean. Well, they are. They lose, but they, they all lose a just a little bit. Oh, yeah, that, than, that's. You That's know. the one other thing about the generational thing is that uh everybody outside of the generational thing hates it. Um, like Azumi looked like she was ready to actively murder Saya Kamatani as she was talking about it. Um, she just walked off in the post match. Uh, Hazuki was like, "Damn, that's lame. Have you met me? I've been around this entire time. Don't talk about that retirement thing." Um, and Momo Asanabe also was like, "Oh, this fucking sucks." So I, I want those three to just beat everyone 
and do their generation fight. That would be great, honestly. Yeah. I mean, listen, if they wanted to go with it, I'm I'm here for it. But I don't. You can get Kid and Koguma in there, real. you know. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, the opening match then of the actual pay per view is Siri and Aya Sakura versus Chairman Ram and Mika Ozaki. Um, yeah, I imagine Aya. Rebel Enemy still being a thing is so interesting. Like in stardom, I mean. Well, I guess now that Julia isn't champion, they can do a Mayukihi rematch. So, yeah, let's get it. If if they do, because I feel like Maya has very starkly separated herself from. Uh, yeah, Noah stardom. seems to be picking her for yeah. the women's thing, but then again, it's Noah, and I feel like you can very easily be like, "Hey, you want to do a cool match here?" And she'd be like, "Yeah, of course." So, who knows? Yeah. Just pay me, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen. One one place has her losing to Natsu. The other had her in World of World Tile matches. I think I know which one I yeah. would pick. But who knows? Um, I don't know how Noah fumbles so many bags so often. They just—they're um, really bad at everything. It's crazy. But I mean, they do have uh, access or whatever back now, so they're cool. I'm okay with yeah. With Noah. Uh, Stinger's also back. That's the problem. See. <laughs> It's men's wrestling. You just cherry pick. And also, you don't watch everything. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, Keno's Keno's killing it, uh, and he's not even. He's he's wrestling people from all Japan. He ain't even wrestling Noah guys anymore. He's wrestling Katsu in like a couple of days. Okay. You gotta see that. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw that. Isn't it like a stipulation match, or am I like going crazy? Oh, uh, maybe. Um, I saw some. I saw Noah tweet about. Oh, well, this ended in a knockout. And I was like, is it a knockout match? <laughs> you tell me. Like, what do you want? But uh, if it is, it's just like a, you know, stoppage. Yeah. Like, which is cool, because they both kick the fuck out of people and knock each other out. Indeed. So that would be fun. Um, anyway, back to stardom. The next match on the show mm. is Utami Hashishita, Saikamitani, and Hina versus Starlight Kid, Rina, and Raka. Um, I could picture Rina pinning Hina when Utami and Saya kind of have their next bit of miscommunication. I imagine this would be like a big part of the blow up or whatever they're doing with those two yeah i feel like queen's quest needs to get like involved at some point you know because like i feel like this is like i feel like there's like always like okay like this is just happening it's okay i'll just be friends with both of them at different times but like this is affecting the group and i feel like it would make sense if azumi's like hey fuck's going on or you know like even even if fucking lady c or anybody like this is such a slow burn, but it's so obvious that it's like something has to happen at least a little bit eventually. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I don't know either. To be honest with you, it's um, it's a weird one. We haven't seen young much OED of the nuance. Wins, so yeah, but yeah, young OED getting that win. Uh, the next match is <laughs> Mayu Utani, Hazuki, Koguma, and Hanan versus Mariah May, Jesse, Zena, and Waka Skiyama. Um. I think, yeah, we had said that we would think it was funny if Mayu hit another moonsault on Jesse. Yeah, just kept kept hitting the Mooney boy. Yeah, um, I think Jesse is firmly really the pinnier of the group now. I don't, I haven't, I haven't cool. kept up with everything, but I thought Zena would be that. But they like they go out of their way to not have Zena lose. So I think it's just yeah, Jesse. I think, I think Jesse's probably my least favorite of the crew. Heathen. You're a heathen. What I like Zena. Jesse is so Walk based. Is cool. I'm sorry. Mariah May is probably my favorite. Of course. And Mina is obviously number two. Well, you see, Mina like, transcends the group to me, so she doesn't count. <laughs> like, So Mariah would be my favorite, but Mina is obviously... No. 
see, like Mina's a better wrestler than Mariah May. Yes. But like I don't know, like just like as a as a character who exists in stardom, I enjoy Mariah May a lot okay. more. That is that is the most you thing ever. And I'm gonna let you have that one. Um but yeah, stars. Is I mean winning. do you do you think that I think that Saida is the best wrestler in the entire company? Yes. No. Like obviously they're obviously like Hazuki is better. Obviously Azumi is better. Obviously Mayu is better. But Ida's, you know, one of my favorites because like I just, I just dig her style, I dig her vibe. This is normal, Alex. I'm not a weirdo. Mm, I don't know about that. Um other reasons. I'm a weirdo <laughs> for other fair. reasons. Okay, okay, calm down. The next match of the show is Micah, Suzu Suzuki, and Mei Sarah versus Nanai Takashi, Yuna Mizumori, and Hanako. Uh, this could be another big step in whatever they're doing with Micah, considering her and Nanai have been beefing for a little bit. Um, so, you know, she might get another win over Nanai. She might finalize her friendship She'd with probably Suzu. Probably Yeah, I mean, more than likely. But you never know. Um, so, I mean, I think this will be an important match either way, because there's going to be something, I imagine, something happening after with Micah. Because there's just so much up in the air with her. I feel like they have to start giving it a direction if they want it to peak by the time the GP comes around. I will say, it's really funny that Flashing Champions is happening, and I feel like the championships are like the least interesting thing. Well, Not even least interesting. Two of them are like, they mediocre are matches, so that, that does hurt. Yeah, like, they're just... There's not really, like... Like, any... Like, the artist match we'll talk about in a minute is Kyrie versus Julia with other people around. Like, that's not a championship match. That is just, you know, I mean, and, you know, same with the tag match. It's like, that's not a thing. Um, double title match is way more important than it should be and than I want it to be, but we'll get to that. But yeah, I, I, it's interesting the directions they're going. I will say Hanako looks really dope in 7 Up. Um, get you back and get Hanako in there. Just make it a bunch of powerhouses. Um, I think 7-Up. Revive 7-Up. I'm going to miss 7-Up because I feel like they're definitely dead. Um, and I want them back. That's fair. Um, but yeah, Micah, Micah's probably winning with her team. And um, hopefully we see yeah, some yeah. progress here for whatever they're doing with, with Micah and Suzu. Um, the next match then is a high-speed championship three-way match. It is Azumi versus Saki Kashima versus Fukigen Death. Uh, this title is notorious for changing hands in three ways to transitional champions. Mm -hmm. So I'm very worried, but maybe Saki is going to win here. I don't really... It feels like time to get the belt off Azumi, but it's felt like that for the last like five defenses, and they just don't. So who the hell knows, really? To be fair, at this point, we are also at the point of Azumi saying that. Uh, like She tweeted, she's like, I think I want to, like... I think I want to, like, move on yeah. soon. <laughs> she's like, about I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pretty content. Yeah, yeah, she's like, I think I'm pretty content with, you know, being the greatest high speed champion of, course, yeah. of all time. I think I'm cool with that. Like I think we can I think we can we can move on. Um so yeah, I there are like pretty much two options. It's Saki over death or death mm -hmm. over Saki. And it feels like it should be Saki over death. Yeah. Um I feel like Saki is uh, we talk about it pretty frequently, but Saki is such like a wild card that it she her having a belt doesn't matter. You know, I'm like she could lose and she can win regardless of if she has a belt because she can beat Shuri every day until Sunday, but she could also lose to Momokogo. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, like, I think that's, she's perfect for the high-speed belt. Um, and yeah, uh, get get it off of Azumi, get it to Saki, and then, you know, Saki can lose it to Koguma or 
uh, Maysera yeah. by the end of the year. We just got to move on from Azumi. And then Azumi could, Azumi can can challenge for. She's never challenged for the white belt or the red belt. Oh wow. Uh, she's only challenged for the SWA belt, other than the high speed yeah. belt and the tags. But you know, I mean, like she she can challenge for a belt that isn't the high speed belt um, coming out of this because I think she's kind of cemented herself there. And it sucks because I love the high speed division, but like at the same time, just yeah, you know. Uh, the next on. match on the show then is the new eras: Mirai and Amisore defending the Goddess of Stardom Championship against Natsuko Tora and Momo Anabe of Oedo Tai. Um, Natsuko or not Natsuko? Momo's looking she at. She is. Me. I don't. I don't like that look. It's giving the Disney Channel smile. It's like a Disney smirk. <laughs> Oh, I see. Was it Radio Rebel doing the? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Debbie, the great, Debbie great shit. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I I want a way to tie to win because these two work really well together, and they would be fantastic tag champs. And I also don't think the new eras are fantastic. It's funny how champs. we are already dead set. We're, we're already dead set on a team that's like tag yeah, two it. on two once. They are. And we're like, this is better. They are. This is better. It's, just give it to them. The new this is better. eras, whatever uh, reason, they just don't work together. I've never seen two people click less than Mariah and Ami Sora as a tag team. It does make Mariah look. It does make yeah. Mariah. I way mean, less she's likely. fumbling the bag um, big time lately, but uh, this partnership doesn't help. Um, so I would get the belts off them, but I doubt that's what happens. And we're gonna just gonna have to deal with more new eras uh, defenses. I just hope that the Oeda Tai crew can uh, can really carry them to the highs that some people have failed to. Um, but who knows? Yeah, I mean. Goddess reigns don't usually last out of two, three, four defenses. Like they yeah. do not last longer than that. Just get it off of them as soon as possible, because I don't mm-hmm. want to see this no more. <laughs> um, that is fair. And yeah, I mean, like Oedotai antics already cost Ami one of her belts. So let's just do it again. Run that shit back. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, copy and paste. Get Rena yeah. in there with a box. It'll be fine. Um, so. Fingers crossed, but I'm not. I'm not hopeful. Um, Plus, then Mariah can actually do something with the Cinderella tournament. When yeah, yeah, she, she needs to. to she needs to cash that in soon. I don't know when it expires. Like, is it like a coupon <laughs> or something? You know, do you have do you have a certain amount of time? Is is there? I imagine she'll challenge after the main event. Um, in all honesty, because then we'll obviously need challenges for both belts. And if I watch the show live, I might be in a lot of pain. I think so. Um, the next match on the card, anyway, is an Artist of Stardom Championship match. Kairi, Natsboy, and Sayori Anu, also known as Restart, defend against Julia, Tekla, and Mai Sakurai, also known as the Barry Barry Bombers. Um, this has been built firmly off the back of Kairi versus Julia. Um, and Tekla versus Natsboy. And Tekla versus Natsboy. So, so, Natsboy yeah. was like, fuck you. And I was like, oh my god, what's going on here? So, um, I don't, and then. And she like she like tweeted like why doesn't Tekla speak Japanese no more? I was like, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, she I don't know. Like, it was probably it was probably a, a weird translation, but it was like very funny. I was like, you guys just started saying fuck you to each other. I don't think that's indicative of her of her language. Um, Maybe, but you know, it is really funny that Natsupoi knows so little English. She knows how to say fuck you. Yeah, I mean, she did just copy what Tekla was saying. So I mean, probably why, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine this would be a fun match. Uh, I mean, look at there's like five great wrestlers in here, so the chances of it not living up to expectations are very low. And if they do, just like and Kyrie, also, Kyrie, 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> if they just let Kyrie and Julia go ham, I feel like those two could go crazy, but they might focus it on Tekla and Poi. Um, I, I imagine... I imagine Julia, Kyrie are like the midsection, mm. and then Poi and Tekla are the closing. Yeah. And Poi over Tekla, which sucks. No, it doesn't. Save my homie Tekla, no. bro. Restart. Save her. Restart need to Do something. I need as many. Let her do something. Get the SWA belt back and give it to Tekla, please. Okay. I, I agree am with tired. That. I agree with that. But uh, no, our spells stay with Restart. I need as many. Oh, well, obviously. I need, I don't want, I need as I don't many fucking... Restart entrances as possible. Thank you. I do not need my Sakurai with a belt. Trust fair. me. I'm good. That's fair. But, like. Save my homie Tekla, please. I'm going to have a whole new set of pronouns next week after saying restart. It's going to be... Oh <laughs> I'm going to discover I'm going to discover a whole new set. You're going to you're gonna put it in the middle of your bio, too. Like, not not, not at the top, just, like, amongst all the other yeah. stuff. Like that, that screenshot I showed you. Yes. <laughs> I was so confused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, for, for context. And, again, where, where is bullshit at this point? I was watching Being the Elite this week. And Ryan Nemeth did a segment where he was at the protest in, in Hollywood for the writers, right? Shout out to the writers, by the way. Um, Pro Union over here. Shouts out. But um, one of them was a writer for the movie or the show, I forget what it was, called They Slash Them. Um, and she was also like a writer for other things. And so it, sh it showed her name. And then underneath, it was like the things she wrote. And it was like, oh, how to get away with murder, they slash them, and one other thing. Uh, and when I first saw it, I was like, why would they just shoehorn their pronouns in there? That's such a strange place. Like, that's such a strange place to put them. <laughs> and then, like, Ryan Nemo was talking. He's like, oh, yeah, you wrote they slash them, right? And I was like, oh, my fucking God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was so confused for a good two minutes. And I, it, it, that was it was it was a, it was a good time. I, I, I sent that. What a moment. So, yeah, um, it was a great it was a great moment. It was a real, real certified Dylan moment. Of of me trying to be an ally and getting so confused. <laughs> it's so great, yeah. Because I've I've seen like trailers for that movie, They Slash Them. No, funny, yeah, me too. Like that is such a clever um title oh, for great. a horror movie. Um, you know, using the, the, the thing and the pronouns, uh, I thought that was clever. But yeah, you were you were so confused. I was like, This is this is incredible. Like it was like that's such a strange place to put your yeah. pronouns. Why like, would why you would they even, like why would they even have them there anyway? No, yeah, that too. I was like, I was like, the they elite? are really, they really, yeah, they really do not want you to to misgender this person on being the elite who's who's on being the elite for five seconds. Yeah. They do not want. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. The the young book seeing time. the pronouns they, they didn't have a good time. It's like who who yeah. asserted who <laughs> who edited this shit. Um. Yeah, the, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I feel like people are going to get mad, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Anyway, um, restart retaining, I hope. Uh, the main event then is a world and wonder of stardom championship match, a double title match uh, between Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa. Uh, this is the first time these two belts are going to be on the line in the same match in five years? 2018? Yep. It's the second time ever. I feel like there was another one. Was there not like a Yoshiko no, Mayu? 
Ooh, maybe there was. Because I feel like there was, but I, I don't I don't know for sure. I just know there was one in 2018, which was Kagetsu and Momo Anabe. It's a great match, by the way. You should watch it. See, I thought, yes, it's one of the like best matches like ever. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't look like there was a double tower match right. with Yoshiko. I thought the there was a Yoshiko era but... one, but maybe not. Or even I'll, a Yuzuki Aikawa era, because she held that white belt for forever. I will look at it. I will look into it. You say what you were gonna say. Um. Yeah. So I thought that. Uh. Damn, she had a lot mm-hmm. of championship matches. Um. Yeah. No, I'm not seeing any. Um. But I I thought Mayu won it in a double title match. Turns out Mayu just won them both separately. Um. Like in, in like separate instances. Uh, and she won them at the same time. She's the only person to date to hold the double crown. So she is. Uh... So for me, I, I, the double crown is a very real possibility in stardom because I think, uh, unlike, you know, the WWE in the Intercontinental or the uh, NXT in North American or you know even New Japan with the IWGP in the Intercontinental, <clears throat> these belts signify very different things and are used for very different purposes um so if you hold them both you will get separate challengers for Mm -hmm. them right like so it's like a real thing it's not something where it's like oh they're just going to become one belt i don't think that ever is going to happen in stardom and if it does i feel like that's a departure from what stardom is quite frankly um so yeah i think the i think Double championship, especially the double crown, is a very real possibility in stardom, and it is also like the highest accolade anybody can get in the company as of now, um, unless Mayu beats them both and wins all three of the top championships. That's the only Which would be new incredible one because IWGP. Oh, one percent. She <laughs> should do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, now the IWGP is a thing. It might be different, but realistically, highest accolade you could possibly get is both championships, um, both red and white belt. So it's a real thing. Um, with that being said, this is probably ending in a draw. It should end in a draw. Please end in a draw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing with me is that Mina is far too hot right now to to clip her wings like this. Yeah. Like, and I mean, like, there's no way Mina's no. double champ. If, right? if there like, is I a mean, winner. Tam is yeah, winning. Like if, if there is a winner, winning. it's Tam. She's the very standard person you would have to, to do this kind of thing. Like, she looks like the kind of wrestler you would put the two belts on you know she's at basically the peak of her powers right now and they're all in on her and she's also holding the red ball hostage saying that once she loses it yeah. she will retire and you will no longer get all of your merch yeah. money so fuck you keep, keep she, like on she's the person that would get both belts right now if there was somebody um but i just feel it would be so detrimental to mina to lose it and I think it would be detrimental to a lot of people. I feel like it would also be detrimental to the yeah, because yeah, I mean, Micah seems like somebody who could, you know, beat Mina for that belt. Uh, Marai even feels like somebody who could beat Mina for that belt. If that belt then goes on to Tom as well, and it's like, oh well, there's less viable winners for for the belt. And also because now they don't do championship matches on Cork and Hall shows, they only do them on pay per views. There's no room for a double champion yeah. i would say um because they don't run enough pay-per-views especially they're running one or two before the five star so you might get a defense of each belt uh maybe from a double champion right now um 
Which personally, I think they should just run more championship matches on Corkins. Like that's that's my. I mean, they're starting. Big too. hot take. Make the make the make the Corkins live and and put championship matches on them. Like I think that's 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 a perfect stardom for me. Maybe not perfect, but that's like one of those things that would greatly improve mm-hmm. stardom is making Corkins matter more and making them live. Um, but yeah, as of right now, considering that the belts just aren't defended enough. I think having a double champion would be rough, especially if that double champion was Tam, because. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it just it just doesn't <laughs> seem like a good idea. Like I don't see any benefits of it. You know, even when Mayu did it, it probably didn't benefit them a lot, considering she had to vacate as well. Um, she didn't vacate. Did she? She I thought she. Him. But she yeah, lost him because she was injured. Vacating. She she lost to Yokobito clean. And then the white belt, and then she lost to Tony Storm, injured, oh, I and thought the red she belt went away for a while. Same time. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, like yeah. I feel like it, it just won't do them any good. Like I don't think at any point it would have done much good. I mean, even when Kagetsu and Momo did it, like I guess Momo could have got a cool bump out of it, but I mean, she would have held two belts hostage then instead of just one. So, <laughs> and. See, and this is where we differ. I love the idea of double champions in stardom. I think it's cool. I think it's awesome. I think that in general, um, you can do it well and you can make it a very important accolade. Um, But that is a a thing you have to kind of think about is that you've never seen the descent happen properly. Yeah. Right. Mayu lost to Yoko Bido and then got injured like a week later and lost the other belt um, on accident. So you, you don't know how they really work this and also neither of these two are mayu right like mayu is like the ultimate sympathetic character uh we've talked about a million times before anytime you see mayu win it makes you at Mm -hmm. least a little happy like you know like i I don't know if i've ever seen mayu win a match and maybe like like just upset about it right i mean even if i'm rooting for the other person like like the plenty like the match against kagetsu uh that mayu beat um, him in the before his retirement uh, that match I was really upset because I was like man I really wish Kagetsu won but seeing Mayu win still makes like it's just cool no I, I can't understand people anybody disliking Mayu that's not the case for these two quite frankly um, so it's a lot of a harder sell he, I feel here's like the thing for I would do it with Mina I would have her win if you were gonna commit fully to her because I, I feel like her she's so hot right now that beating Tom and having both belts would put her on the precipice of being a huge thing. But that just doesn't it doesn't feel like that's how they're gonna end Tom's reign. So if if you're gonna do this, I feel I'm... like it has to be a big, big moment for somebody. And it doesn't seem like they're gonna do that for Mina yeah. right now. So No, I totally agree. Um I will say Tam winning the red belt from Julia just so that Mina can beat Tam because it makes more sense is yeah. a stardom thing to do. But like but I, I could see it. Like Tam I have like, that Seoriano match. Should they do it? Staring us in, <laughs> in the face. So she also again said if she loses the red belt, she's going to retire. That's fair. That's <laughs> so, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe, it's also possible that she was planning to retire I mean, anyway. Probably, she said it. And they just ago. gave her a she pity kept run. Saying it. No, that's what I mean. And they they just gave her a pity run. Well, this, she drops to me. This is definitely a gold watch run. Month. Like this is this is her run. But I don't I don't think they'd do it for a month or two. I feel like they'll do it for 
couple months and then that's it. But I don't think it would be over on V. Was this her first defense? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they do that to, to her. Even though she's the perfect person to lose on V0 because she's a chaser, not a champion. In, you know what I mean? I'm sure you understand what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think this one's destined to be a draw. I think they could do some fun stuff with it. I feel like, you know, Momo and Kagetsu went to a double knockout. I think these are two wrestlers who could do that, given they stiff the fuck out of each other. Like, I could see Tam, like, hitting a violet screwdriver or something after having her knee obliterated or whatever and just not getting up. Um, or something like that. Like, I'm not sure it goes to a time limit draw. I think there's a chance that they do a clever finish. Um, but I definitely, like, there's a very slim chance there's a winner. And if there is a winner, it's Tam. And I think that's just a bad choice for stardom right now given that these belts are very important for the pay-per-views and mina is doing really well and you'd just be cutting the legs off a lot of people so um yeah i think that's where i stand on it it's a big match for sure but it just feels it's such a weird spot for both of them and that we're at v0 and v1 like if this they, was yeah they definitely could have held off maybe. a month but if this was like saya and julia i feel like it would be way bigger right because julia was on what v4 yes. saya was on v15 or even if it was saya and tam it would feel bigger because one of them is at like the end of her reign and one of them's at the very start and you can do a lot with that they're both at the very beginning so it's just a very weird spot to book the match in um so i do think they've kind of limited it a bit which is why there hasn't been like a huge amount of excitement around the match but I think it'll it'll still like feel big when they're in the ring and when they do the presentation and stuff. I also think the the match will probably be good because Mina's grown a lot in the time. But every Tam Mina match has been bad. Uh, that's that's another part of it. Obviously, because Mina was doing Tam stuff. Uh, shouts out Joker Mina. Um, but I think that's another part of it is that it's like. There's Mina's style has evolved to be good. Tam's style hasn't evolved. Yeah, I mean, it'll so be weird I, I, because I think Mina has perfected the type of match that Tam wants to have. Um, but I don't know if they're gonna work yeah, that kind of yeah. kind of style. Because uh, who takes the lead? Like that's that's yeah, the that's the big know, question. Because like this could be a pretty shit match. See, I think <laughs> especially if it does go to like a, a time. You maybe a bit. Uh, kind of thrown off because of Julia Tam. I feel like Tam big matches were a lot more enjoyable, even to you, without Julia. So I think her with Mina could definitely be yes. really good to great for even you. Um, but it definitely but depends. I will like say they could. Tam's Wonder Reign was also really bad. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but I mean, she's a lot better as a challenger. This is more like Tam Siri. I mean, I think you enjoyed that one as well, right? Like yeah. this could definitely be. A yeah, I mean, it, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed Tam. I enjoyed both of Tam's big title challenges yeah. last year. You know, I mean, like I, I thought that they were both pretty good, um, because she worked the other person's style and yeah. did it well, which she can do. She's really good at working other people's style. She just needs to get out of her own way and stop wrestling her yes. style. I mean, there so, is there is a world in which they do <laughs> full Tam Road stuff and it won't be great because I mean it'll be like her versus not. Of all matches, yeah, of all matches for them to do it, it feels like this is going to be the one. That's that's See, where I'm. This is where fearful. I wish they had uploaded more of the preview tags. We have no idea what even they're doing 
in the previews. We have not <laughs> yeah. seen these two have exchanges at all since this match was official. Like I have, I have no feeling for what they're doing with each other. So, I mean, they could be having the best exchanges ever. We could be staring down fucking Toyota Kong level matches here, and we wouldn't know. Um, so. I, I think it's it's a real like a mystery even to us because we haven't seen them do the standard like building to a title match exchanges because the shows aren't up. So yeah, I mean this could be full Tam lore, you know, faux emotional, over dramatic nonsense, or it could be Mina forcing Tam to stiff the shit out of her while trying to destroy her ligaments. Like, and that would be crazy. That'd be fantastic, but we have no idea. So. It's just one where we're going to have to sit and wait and watch it unfold. And if it's bad, I'm sure you're going to tell people. And if it's good, I will celebrate yeah. Mina as, you know, the greatest wrestler to have ever lived because she is a slay queen. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're just kind of... She's, she's not even like top three wrestlers to hold the white belt ever. Lies. <laughs> she's, she Lies. Might, she's, she's not top five. <laughs> Bro. Momo, Aikawa, Hoshiki. They okay. Pick two Only others. one like, of those ever slayed. That is the issue. There's like they did not. Okay, serve. you're disrespecting. You're disrespecting mm, I don't someone. Know. They did not serve. Like they weren't serving. You're either disrespecting Aikawa or, obviously or Arisa, like, and Aikawa I will not serving. That. that is her. That is yes. her thing. Um, she was serving, but none of the rest were. You're just a. You're a, you're a disrespectful wow. prick. Harsh. It's very random, no, very out of nowhere. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's funny because usually you're the one who's like, who's like, don't you dare ever speak about Risa Hoshiki. You know, what I mean, and, I could and admit I she's like, the greatest no ever without, with, with, while acknowledging she was not slaying or serving. She never got to that level, but she was amazing, obviously. But she wasn't, she wasn't serving. There's a difference. You don't get it. You never will get it. Slaying, it. right. serving—it's—it's it's a vibe. It's—it's a—it's a lifestyle. <laughs> okay, pause. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. No, cause cause a half hour ago when I said I just like the vibe, you're like you're weird. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's the same thing for different people. I mean, I think you said character, not you said like as a character in stardom, like in the universe. That's different. Yeah. That's different than slaying. Yes. Then then vaguely saying that someone is slaying and yeah. serving. Slaying is like a normal part of, of life. You just don't get it. It's like you you have <laughs> never uttered the phrase it's giving share. And I and that that shows. It is so evident. My mother has. She she said that before. And I say, <laughs> What amazing. okay? Oh, big okay. big share fan. Big share. I, I'm fan. glad to hear your mother's like a lesbian, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, she. she well, well, mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway, okay. No, no. Um, no. I, I think the important part of this this double title match is what happens after. I think it'd be fun to see what they set up because there is a the pay per view next month. Oh my! Why did New Blood load? I didn't click on New Blood. Hello. Stardom. Fuck you! Look at look, yeah, look at New like, Blood. Yeah, like oh, you want June? Have New Blood. It's like all right then. Um, yeah, because the pay per view next month in Yoyogi Stadium. Um, so they'll probably go big for that. Um, so I, I think they're gonna set up yeah. at least one, if not two, big title matches for that show because that's kind of the. I think that's the last pay per view before the GP. On the twenty fifth. 
Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me let me check. Because they. Um, no, there's oh, Midsummer Midsummer Champions, Champions is uh, so the second of July. They might oh, set fuck. up like it's two weeks. They're doing the they're doing the thing where they have a pay per view and then. Oh right, yeah, later. yeah, that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, they, they'll probably set up two title matches then here, and one of them will be Yoyogi, and one of them will be Gahama Budokan. So I think that's that's where we're going here. So I I, I wonder, you know, I'd be interested to see who I challenges. Like... Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where these championships are going anymore. I feel like they are throwing me off yeah. their rhythm, which is good. Cause I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what's what's really going on. Partially because I haven't seen any of the fucking shows, but also because they're just. I don't know. I feel like there used to be way more translated in- interviews where wrestlers would quite clearly lay out every step of the plan, <laughs> and we just don't get them anymore. Because remember when wrestlers used to be like six months in advance, be like, oh, I'm winning the white belt. And we'd be like, oh, and I guess she's winning the white belt. Wasn't it Saya Kamatani was like, oh, I'm going to win the white belt. And then <laughs> we were like, oh, she's winning the white belt. And she did. Um, I feel like they don't do that as much anymore. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Yeah, and they also, those also were like a lot of red herrings, though. Because, like, I always remember Kagetsu challenging Konami and Jungle and Tam to red belt matches and then losing it to be priestly <laughs> maybe kagetsu was just not built different <laughs> okay we're done we're done we're done we can we can we could end it we're, right. we're done i there ain't well, no way you just i said mean that. i did i there ain't it, no way it, i ordered that. the phrase You know, if Kagetsu was built different, then he would have followed up on those promises. You know, I feel, I feel like that's <laughs> just the, the 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 growl. Are you trying to make me mad? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. In fairness, if anybody is built different, it is a trans man. So that <laughs> I think that is literally that is a trans man who be uh, no yeah you know you know what's great is that a a man is the greatest uh, wrestler to ever compete in the women's wrestling uh, <laughs> scene ever like that's crazy <laughs> like that that is that is such a unique thing that only well, I, he I can mean, ever he's do. Not, he's not the greatest. He's, he's not like, like the it's, best. it's amazing. It's, uh... Uh, okay before dylan and i before the show like <laughs> eyes, uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna close it um we will be back next week to review the the pay-per-view and all of the goodness it gave us uh we will also look ahead to new blood nine or all the terror it presents yeah i mean possibly and we'll also preview new blood nine uh, the Corkin show with the generational warfare and like three house shows because the schedule of next month is crazy. So get ready to not see any of it for like 30, 30 days. <laughs> um, but yeah, with that, I think it's time to close the show before Dylan and I start fighting. We are start. Yeah, let's start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.